means that it is time to tell you that this is the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number 81. Whoop, whoop. I am your usual host, Jared. I have whoop, whoop. with me Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Whoop, whoop. Professional whoop, whooper. He's got whooping cough. He's got whooping cough. <laughs> now I'm a juggalo now. Shouldn't you have been vaccinated for that? You can't tell, but I'm wearing a, a, a shit ton of clown makeup. Oh, I mean, I can tell. is there really a difference between being a juggalo and having whooping cough? Uh, not really, but you do have to drink a lot more fuego. Yeah, that's true. I have with us Mr. Michael Mahoney. I actually got my tetanus booster yesterday, and my arm hurts really bad. Oh, well, that's a sad story. Well, I mean, I didn't get tetanus, so that's pretty great. Well, that's a good story, then. All right, never mind. Yeah. Happy story. And then I, lastly, we have Mr. Doug Wilson. I just want to say, let's give SeaWorld another chance. Which one? Wilson. The one that killed all those animals. Michael and I know how many SeaWorld locations there are. Well, you do. I've, I've forgotten already. You've already forgotten? Was it three? It was three. All right. I guess I haven't forgotten. There are three. Um, one of which is in a place that I do not associate with the sea, uh, that being Texas. <laughs> I would think that they would eat the animals there. Is it in Corpus Christi? No, I think it's in San Antonio. I could be wrong. I thought San Antonio was like landlocked. But yeah, that's why it's kind of weird that there's a SeaWorld there. That can't be right. It, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Am I right? It's San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. We, Michael and I... No wonder you're so good at You Don't Know Jack. Michael and I learned this from You Don't Know Jack, which we played. Um, and that's actually, animals. That's pretty much all the story about You Don't Know Jack. So are we done with the introductions? Oh shit, did I even... Uh, Doug Wilson is here. <laughs> SeaWorld sea skeptic extraordinaire. It's not even close to SeaWorld, I and, hate it. And instead of getting to the very end of the podcast, perhaps I can address right here, right now, that Lucio Lorazino is in Peru? Does he, does he want us to say where he is? Maybe he's trying to keep that on the DL. I don't know what kind of assassin contracts he's working... So Lucio, bring back Pisco. Yeah, bring back Pisco for all of us. He's somewhere in the southern hemisphere. Good man, Lucio. He's somewhere south of the equator. He's somewhere not in America, so who gives a shit? Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, really, is it a place that has a name anyway? <laughs> not one that I can distinguish. All right, let's jump into it here. And let's, uh, why don't we pick up where well, we hold left on. off? Before we, well, before we jump into it, I want to say that I feel like the last podcast... Uh, lack a lot of professionalism on the part of people, and I would like to return to a certain standard, if you please, this week. <laughs> All right, Will you get off my back. Yeah, we it was it was that was directed at you, Michael. <laughs> Son of a bitch! God fucking damn it! Hey, you podcast for this long, you're gonna let a racial epithet slide on the air. I'm sorry. What I I let something through. What did I let through? Someone. Use the expression Jude out of his money. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so if that upset you, don't but, worry. But it's fine because Doug's Jewish, right, Doug? I am. I am a full-blooded Jew. Yeah. Shalom. Doug has... Give me your money. <laughs> Doug, Doug Wilsonstein. <laughs> Everybody. He's got a lot of chutzpah, I've always thought. Chut- chutzpah? I don't know. He's got that. Chutzpah. <laughs> Oh, you are Jewish. Look at you. <laughs> I got gumption, too. 
All right. Well, with our newfound professionalism, um, let's <laughs> let's pick up our Fallout Four chat because when we left off, we didn't know what it was aside from a timer, and now we know what it is, which is Fallout Four set in Boston, which I think was already pretty well predicted. So I, I said it last week, but I'm going to reiterate. Oh my God! This is the this is one of those times where I'm really glad that I wasn't surprised. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I was very surprised. I would have been surprised if they were like, hey, it's Fallout, and it's an MMO. And I would have been like, oh, God. In Nebraska. In Nebraska. I don't even care. It doesn't See, matter. Nebraska would be fine as long as it wasn't an MMO. Yeah, it would still probably be really super good. So I want to know, are you guys, are you, are you stoked? I've had to wear baggy trousers all week so that my coworkers couldn't see my gigantic Fallout boner. Okay, so Michael bought larger pants. I would systematically burn every orphanage in America if it got me one day closer to Fallout 4. <laughs> but that's actually, I mean, that's, you're going to be a day closer to it in just a few hours. I meant an even a more and more day. He needs one more, one more day on top of it. All right. Yes. The levels of greed. What about you, Jay? Does it, does it tickle you? Is Fallout some kind of Sonic? Well, it's like, <laughs> it's you, you, don't, you don't go as fast as Sonic does. Um, but I would say in a lot of other ways, it's very similar. Um, okay. I guess I can get behind depressing. that. You know, it's not as eroticized as Sonic, which is kind of odd. Um, I've seen some uh, very pretty Vault Dweller art. Yeah, I'm look. I'm holding out for the Cazador shit. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Them Death Claws. Mm-mm. I bet Death Claws are packing. A, a, a Death Claw <laughs> with, a, with a dripping vagina. Can you imagine if they just picked you up and held you in their arms? How safe you'd feel? I mean, I guess you wouldn't feel super safe. Not, not very safe, no. <laughs> That's actually the very opposite of safe. But So it's set in Boston, and just by a show of hands, is it, I've never actually been to Boston. Has anybody been to Boston? I have. Yeah, I have to. I would presume. I have not been to Boston. Lovely. So if it's anything like if it's anything like the real Boston, it's going to be very racially segregated. So that was going to be my next question is... What for the people who've been to Boston? What can I, Jared, expect to get out of this? Um, is yeah, there, some pretty good Italian. Some some good Italian food. Some chowder. Some some good little Italy. I don't I don't think chowder is specifically Italian. It is um. So wait, does Boston have chowder? Can I get chowder in Boston? Yeah, you can get Boston chowder. And in fact, Doug used Boston clam chowder the other day to piss me off because us Northerners call it New England clam chowder. That, that was actually me. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't say anything about clam chowder. Hey, well, clam chowder was what? gross. Whoever said it, <gasps> Doug, go get, to hell. Get the fuck off this podcast. <laughs> this is the podcast where we all stop being friends over chat. There's only one clam Doug likes to eat. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, very good. Yeah, all right. Um, so wait, I, uh, okay, I'm going to reveal. That, is, is that an inkling clam? By any chance, Doug? I'm gonna pretty it. close. Clams Casino. That's a that's like a seafood smorgasbord right there. Doug's holding out for Splatoon on the 3DS, where a he can on, blow into the on. microphone. <laughs> uh, a full on. I think that's I think that's everything you need from a seafood meal. So well, I want I want to reveal how little I know about the East Coast. So yeah. just to be clear, Boston is not considered part of New England, right? What? Or is it? What? Is yeah, that it is. is? Boston's New England? 
I yes. mean, where do you think Boston is? <laughs> is it in is it in Connecticut? No, yes, Boston is in Connecticut. <laughs> I only when I think of New England, I only think of Rhode Island and Connecticut. I don't think of uh, 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 fuck Massachusetts. Are we serious? just like right over? I really am having this conversation with you. Once you once you get to <laughs> like. Right, so- once you get Listen, to Pennsylvania, I don't know what the fuck is happening no, over there. Uh, yeah, okay, so uh, clearly you don't. New England <laughs> is uh, is Maine, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont, and I think that's all of them. Any place that eats creamed chowder. Yeah, any place that's creamed chowder. That's why it's, it's, it's uh, I mean, New England clam chowder is actually the right kind of chowder. Um, I will say no disrespect to your Manhattan clam chowder, but New England clam chowder is the better of the two. I actually like New England more, too. I would just never call it Boston clam chowder because <laughs> I'm not a heathen. They already have baked beans. They don't need it. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you know there's a Rhode Island clam chowder? That's where, um, I, that's where I just yeah, assumed I, that clam chowder came from. No, Rhode Island is actually a different clam chowder. Rhode Island is actually a Claire clam chowder. Yeah, it's like a thin broth. Yeah, I didn't have that one. I had a, a good, hearty New England clam chowder. It's the right chowder to have. Huh. Chatter when you can as, long, as long as you don't call it Boston. <laughs> 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 have you, have you, what about what about uh, Cincinnati chili, which is barely even chili? I eat Cincinnati <laughs> chili. Why not have that? Gold Star That's chili, Getty. Yeah, chili mac, man. I found out you can have it ways. So like every way is when they add an ingredient. So like a, a two way is just chili and spaghetti, and like a three way has onions and a four way has cheese. I can actually go for some Cincinnati chili right now. If you're yeah. if you're like a nine way, that. you die. I think <laughs> the last ingredient is a bullet. Anyway. Sure, <laughs> why not? All right, so let's see. Um, so a lot of good material in this podcast. <laughs> Fallout We're four. Talking about Fallout, right? I'm so shitty at the East Coast. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but I bet you don't know a lot about Utah's geography. Uh, I know the Utah that has a superhero league called the Midnight Society. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, so actually, you know too much about the state already. <laughs> that was that was our best kept secret, <laughs> and now here we are having it exposed. Now here we are. <laughs> um, shit. What was I going to ask about Fallout? So the game takes place in Boston. Yes, yes, the home of Coney Dogs. So anyway, <laughs> what what kinds of things? What kinds of stuff will I get up to? Will I go to Fenway Park and see a Sox game, or will I? I, you know, hopefully all the Red Sox are dead. <laughs> or will I, uh, you know, what Red Sox? I mean, what is left to do in Boston after that? You'll probably fight a giant lobster. Can I be <gasps> extorted by mobsters? Yeah, that sounds, sounds like something that happens when you're. I want to fight a giant lobster. Right. That sounds pretty cool. I mean, I guess they've had like, isn't there lobster people in Fallout? Are are there? I don't that's, think I've ever seen him. That's news to me if there's lobster people in Fallout. God, I hope so, though. That'd be great to just, like, kill someone and then crack open their shell and dip them in butter. No, there <laughs> is, like, a crustacean mob in Fallout. Yeah, yeah. The Meyer lurks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not the, the lobster. And I do believe you can eat them. But, but I mean, it's certainly no comparison for fresh New England lobster. Right, right. Maybe a giant clam boss. <laughs> yeah. That would be hairy and gross. <laughs> all right. All right. I think that's all your questions about Boston, Jared. I, obviously, we have nothing else to get out of Boston here. 
Um, oh, yeah, there's nothing to get out of Boston. Unless you want to race war, probably do that. <laughs> the, the, they'll help you there. There you go. Why isn't it called Fa Race War? I saw Mystic River. Isn't there a Harvard in there somewhere? I think that's uh, Harvard's, Harvard's not in Boston. It's near it. Hmm. Well, never mind then. Well, forget it. Forget the whole thing. Um, should we talk about... I, I mean, is there anything else that you guys want to want to say about Fallout? I mean, I, I hope it's good. I guess maybe one thing to address is the graphics. Did it? Did the graphics shock and horrify all of you? It looks fine. Well, you mean by, by, by the fact that they're thing. exactly the same? <laughs> it doesn't look like they've changed much. But you know what? Fine. I, I love Fallout New Vegas. I love Fallout 3. Just give me the damn game, please. And don't fuck it up. You know, That's all I ask. Um, Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. I promise I can connect these. It, it was on sale on GOG today for like $5. And I spent almost two hours playing that stupid game just out of nowhere. And <laughs> it looks like shit. It looks terrible. But that was fine because it was still pretty, pretty great. And Fallout can do the exact same thing. It's almost better news because the less time they take making an engine that makes your eyes pop out, the more time they can spend making something really badass and have a lot of good side quests and some quality DLC and uh, realistic chowder physics. I guess not physics. I don't want chowder physics. I mean, you do. Recipes. Realistic recipes. That's also good. So, anyway, I don't know. I, I think that it was, uh, it was something that was controversial, but I think in the grand scheme of things, if you're a true Fallout fan, I don't think you are concerned about graphical fidelity all that much. One of the things you have to remember is when Fallout 1 came out, Fallout 2 came out and looked basically the same. I mean, it had, like, new art assets, but it was still the same game. Mm-hmm. So, let's... It was let's because I think graphics are kind of like the wrong place to focus, right? Uh, a little bit. I mean, they had a few years to, to fix it. But let's talk about how much egg they're going to have on their face when all of their Radiant quests are, hey, you, Baldwaller, why don't you go out and fetch me, like, five bottles of water? And then the Witcher came three, Witcher 3 came out with far better uh, a minor subquest. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of Fallout side quests and think of whether or not... Um, What's like a notable? Because I I think for the most part Fallout's pretty solid with this kind of stuff. I feel like it's not. Um, I mean, I can't think of too many fetch quests in Fallout. Dragon Age is the pinnacle of terrible because the that's the 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 way that I hate these quests the most is when you complete it. If you just walk up and you push a button and the items leave your inventory and you just see like XP pop up over your head and that's it. And some a little voice clip plays. It's like thank you so much. Like that's. That's the lowest bar, right? Um, and then the highest bar is I'm Geralt and I use my senses to follow a moose somewhere and see the moose kill someone and then kill the moose. That's not a quest. That's not an actual... <laughs> I, it probably is a quest. <laughs> I don't know. Doug's described some pretty is weird it, is quests. Is it, a, is it a good quest, at least? I would say most most of the minor quests in The Witcher just tend to be, hey, my husband's gone. And then you go and find the dead husband eating, being eaten by dogs, and you go back to the wife and say, he's dead. <laughs> okay, well, how about this one? And I it's like pretty the one great. We to, well, yeah, I like the one where you had to help the old lady find her frying pan, and then she gave you a bunch of apple juice for it. 
<laughs> really selling this game. Actually, I think I think a good example. Fetch me three dead husbands. I thought a good example of a quest that had like a ultimately the same gameplay as everything else in that game, but just like the story worked for me and and it took me to a new setting that I hadn't seen yet. It's that one where you have to find the brother who uh, died in the battlefield. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, That was a good one, yeah. He he didn't actually die. Spoilers. But um, you don't really do anything. Like, you you fight a couple mobs and you mostly just use Witcher Sense to to track, like, his shield or something. Um, But there's something about it that works, I think. Um, It it tells its own story. There's, there's There's stuff going on. I think you even get to make a choice as to what to do with the guy from the opposing yeah. army. Yeah, you get to tell him what to do. Um, so I mean, you know, lots of cool stuff there. And then I and then you go back to like Dragon Age, where you just give the guy ten spider venom sacks. That's fun stuff. So I hope that <laughs> Fallout. I hope that I hope that by having and I know that there's not necessarily a direct correlation, but I think it does make a difference. I, I hope that by not focusing on visuals, they're able to craft something that is as deep and rewarding as the Witcher's side quests are. Well, I mean, I remember, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess, uh, I guess we'll see. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that thought. I've been playing New Vegas a little bit and man, it's still just really good. Like there's a couple of things they could do like, um, like less junk. There's just a lot of junk sitting around that doesn't do anything. Well, God, and that's a if if the Witcher's guilty of anything, I think it's fucking <laughs> that. Yeah, that's that's true. I don't need a chicken sandwich when I kill a guy. Like, why? Why does everybody you get hungry after decapitating <laughs> half of the goddamn continent? Why is everyone oh, carrying horrible. around chicken sandwiches in that game? Are they literally carrying around chicken sandwiches? Yeah, there's like a, there's a grilled chicken sandwich. <laughs> Yeah. Edible item. That's an item that, that I it's found. Not like a, it's, it's not like in-game advertisement for Wendy's, is it? I found like several bandits who are carrying <laughs> chicken sandwiches. That'd be pretty funny. It's a Wendy's <laughs> spicy grilled chicken sandwich available now. Witcher, help. They took my chicken sandwich. The crisp romaine lettuce. The juicy tomato. The home-baked bun. They took Please. it all. Please save Princess Wendy, and she'll <laughs> grant you a McFrosty or whatever they have. Tell me about Dave's hot and juicy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what has to happen after that is he has to be like, what is chicken? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, our other. We have two more pieces of news that we set aside for today. Um, the first is Uva Bowl, um, <laughs> who we try not to think about very often. <laughs> He's, it's a punchline unto itself. If you're just joining us, Uva Bull is the the director behind hit classics like um, uh, Alone in the Dark, uh, Blood Rain, Far Cry, In the Name of the Far, King, Far, A Dungeon Far, Seeds Tale, Far Cry, The Dungeon Siege Movie, uh, The Postal Movie. I think that's it, isn't it? I'm sure he's made more. I mean, there's more. He, he's this guy shits out a movie a year. Pretty sure he Blood goes Rain? straight to the or did you say menace. That? Ghost wrote The Phantom Menace? Pretty sure that's a true story. I mean, that sounds right. Uh, anyway, Uva Bull posted a video today after his latest Kickstarter failed, because Uva Bull is no longer satisfied to make all his money via a German tax hole, uh, loophole, but instead wanted consumers to fund his films uh, and then also make money on a German tax loophole. 
and let's see. He posted it, it was for Rampage 3, which is the sequel to Rampage and Rampage 2. Um, I don't actually know what Rampage is about. I don't think I've ever watched it. But anyway, he has this great moment in the video where he, he starts out just being like, oh, the, the Kickstarter has failed. I guess people do not want to watch Rampage. And, uh, I mean, ding, ding, ding. Nobody wants to <laughs> fucking watch Rampage. I did. <laughs> oh, so this hurt you a little bit? This does hurt me quite a bit. So... I, actually, Doug and I went. Uh, we've we've both watched at least two Uva Bowl movies. I don't know if you've repressed the memories or not. I think I might have. But I remember actually going to Blood Rain with you because we thought it would be funny. Like we thought that it would be bad enough that it would be funny, and you it was wrong. It was not. It was very much the opposite of that. Um, and then I think we watched Alone in the Dark too. And I can oh oh he made a House of the Dead movie as well which has nothing to do with House of the Dead. Except it's got like five minutes of just footage from House of the Dead in the middle of it. The oh, game. oh, that's right. It does. Oh, my God. This <laughs> shit is terrible. Um, he made a movie. Oh, good Lord. He made a movie called Attack on Darfur starring Billy Zane. And I can't help but think that has all the sensitivity that it should have. American journalists in Sudan are confronted with the dilemma of whether to return home. All right, I'm I'm done. Uh, He's made so many movies. So anyway, he finally he he basically swore off Kickstarter and he said, "Fuck all you guys. I'm not I'm not doing another Kickstarter again if no one will appreciate the gift that I am giving the world." Um so he did not promise not to make another video game movie. So don't <laughs> don't get your hopes up too high. But just know that that uh that went down. So, um, and then our last piece, which is really special to me, really near and dear to my heart, is uh, Sonic Boom. <laughs> and I, I wrote a little article about this, and I, I feel really strongly when I say this, um, which is that Sonic Boom is a, to make more of them, is a brilliant business and fiscal decision. Um, to catch you up, Sonic Boom is was released last year. Two games, one for the 3DS, one for the Wii U. And they are literally the worst games of the last year, I think. I don't know. Can you guys think of anything that's worse? The, the Jay really hated the crew. But was it worse than Sonic? That's a, that's a fair question, Jay. Would you rather play the crew or Sonic Boom? The crew is one of the most... Uh, let me put it this way. I once had a tube shoved up my urethra and that was a more pleasurable experience than playing the crew wasn't that a direct outcome of playing the crew <laughs> i think it was yeah you played too much the crew they're like we gotta get a balloon in there it so, was just some guy but so the crew was pretty painful the question is is if the crew is shoving a tube up your dick hole what is sonic boom let me ask you how long did the last sonic boom take to complete Ooh, that's a good question. Um, because Citizens of Earth felt like it took a hell of a long time. Because the crew can be defeated very quickly by just turning it off. Uh, Sonic Boom. I'm looking right now. Sonic Boom. Oh, God. Uh, Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric has seven hours of playtime. 
And my favorite is how long to beat. They they track another score for completionist. So if you do 100%, like get all the collectibles and everything, uh, how long does that take? And they have not had enough people score it to list that. No, Nobody's actually attempted a completionist <laughs> run of Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric. So, I mean, Jay could do that. Maybe that would be the, the ticket that he needs. So wait, Jay can do what? What do you want me to do with Sonic Boom? I want you to I want you to do a completionist playthrough and find a completionist playthrough of Sonic Boom. How much money are you getting for this? Find everything. Um, I'm a grilled chicken sandwich. I, guess, I want a grilled chicken sandwich. I guess what what yeah, I don't, he, wants, he wants the crispy chicken sandwich, fool. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> in Wendy's. New York. Um, He's fresh. <laughs> I think that's Subway. Um, outside the bun. Is that I don't. Is that Wendy's? Right, whatever, revolution whatever you, is coming. Okay, how about this? How about this, Jared? How about you present me with what you think is a fair trade for getting me to do a completion run of uh, Sonic Boom: The Rise of Lyric? I mean, since it and would, I'll consider it. Since it would kill you, I guess yeah. I would have to pay you. <laughs> I would have to pay you whatever the going rate for an assassination in New York well, City well, is. Well, whatever my uh, whatever my life insurance is, you can pay off that, and I'll do it. <laughs> anyway, they are making Sonic Boom: Fire and Ice for the 3DS. It is. I feel really strongly about this. The game introduces, like, the trailer for it introduces all these fire and ice powers where you, like, sail through an ice cube while you're on fire or you freeze a, a platform while you're using your ice power. And I I honestly feel like if you can't even make a fucking regular platforming Sonic game, what are you doing putting fire and ice powers in it? You can't even get running and jumping. Oh, that, you, you like sound honestly surprised by this, and this is how they've handled the Sonic titles for a while. People would complain about the Sonic titles, and they would say, oh, this gameplay is bad, it sucks, this game sucks, this and that. And instead of focusing on actually making the games better, they would just throw in a ton of new gimmicks. It's like, oh, people hated our last game, so let's uh, make Sonic a werewolf now instead of fixing the mechanics. <laughs> That's going to be exactly the one I said. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, Sonic's a werewolf now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Oh my good god! Um, okay, so let me ask: if if by some you know miracle they were able to make a game that was like just as good as uh, say Sonic Two or Sonic Three, would that still be fun? I mean, I played. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, what was it? Sonic Generations? No, it was Sonic Advance. That was actually a lot of fun. I played Sonic Two like uh, maybe a year ago, and I played it all the way through, beat it, and everything. And I thought it was still really great. Like, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So there's a formula here that they could actually be using to make, like, if maybe not a great game, but a decent game. But instead, they're, they're fucking that up and adding fire and ice. I think, and if it didn't have one of the worst soundtracks in the world, uh, referring to just the Sonic series in general... Man, um, that, that video you posted on the article, that is a horrible song... Which one? The one that they danced to or the one in the trailer? Because I think they're both awful. I didn't watch the, the dancing one. I just watched the trailer, but it was just, just horrible. God, it, it sounds like Skrillex, except he, like, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's like he did helium or something. Um, but, man, it is just, it's just terrible. But, anyway, the point I was going to make is if the music wasn't awful, I think that there is maybe potential to add some kind of rhythm element to it. Um. And I won't talk about Raymond Legends again, but uh, why? Okay, I have a I have a crazy idea. All right, get ready for this one. 
Why wouldn't Sonic uh, Sega just make a good Sonic game? I mean, they could do that too. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Calm down. They tried with Sonic it's, it's Four. It's radical, isn't it? I don't know if anybody did. Anybody play Sonic Four? I did not. I don't actually know what's wrong with it because I didn't play it. <laughs> but um, I know it was not very. I well I don't think received. there is anything wrong with it. It was episodic. I know people didn't like that. Because when I think of games that I want to be episodic, it's generally not platformers. As as just a general rule. I want, I want Sonic to be a strategy RPG. A tactical RPG? Oh, I mean, Bioware, Bioware made a Sonic RPG. What? Would you like what? to play that? No way. Yeah, they did. That, yeah. that was like my eight-year-old fantasy. Uh, a Sonic. Wait, wait, wait. I, I vaguely remember this now. It was is, it good? It is called Sonic Chronicles. I'm sure it was great. <laughs> Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood by Bioware. Uh, let's come down here to Reception and Legacy. Generally received well by critics, gathering a 74 out of 100 average on Metacritic. Um, 70, what platform was this on? It was on the DS. Really? One up.com gave it an A. They gave it a full blown A. Full blown A. Maybe um, I'll emulate it on my phone and try it out. Yeah. I mean, purchase it for full, full purchase price. Uh, IGN gave it a 6.5. So we really have no metric for how good the game is. What website is this? Official. Is this official Nintendo magazine? Is that even a magazine? Oh, it is. Used to be. Well, that's not Nintendo power, though. No, no, it's something else. Oh, it's, I think it's the UK. Yeah, and it was uh, made exclusively to just hate on uh, PlayStation and Xbox. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, they uh, they thought it was all right too. They gave it a ninety three percent, which I right, presume then. is out of a hundred. So how about a Sonic FPS? Uh <laughs> Sonic Hedgehog. FPS. Sonic of Duty. I'm gonna find it. Someone's made it. There's one of everything. There it is. First person Sonic. <laughs> okay, so what's first person Sonic? First person Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to play it without having the audio leak into the podcast recording. So maybe I'll tell you about it later. Um, it looks like it's pretty bad from what I can see. I know there's been Sonic puzzle games. I want an empire building and trade sim with a date sim mechanic. Sonic Hedgehog. Uh, I bet you the dating sim I can get. Let's see. <laughs> dating. Sonic. I don't even have to. Autocomplete is filling this in for me. <laughs> Sonic dating sim RPG. Oh, no. It's starting up. Oh, God. <laughs> it started. Okay. I did. All right. What are you picking? Go with. Uh, oh, my God. Go with Sally. Go, go with Princess Sally. Wait. Hang on. She was a princess. Let me see if I can turn down this volume here. Uh, volume. Oh, it's so loud. It's so very loud. There we go. Okay, let's see. Sonic Dating Sim. All right, I know you guys can't see this, but let's just do it real quick. I'll choose a character. Uh, should I be male or female? Be male. I'll be male. Okay. So I can choose between Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, uh, Shadow... Silver Shadow. Dude Shadow. Shadow, you got it. I mean I, I wanna I want girls to like me, so of course I would be Shadow. Yeah, because you have to be edgy, edgy and cool. You gotta be a bad boy. 
I'm picking it, but it's not actually doing anything. Do I have to like drag it? Uh, this isn't. Oh, I I, I picked Sonic and it worked. I don't. <laughs> I think it's playing the Zelda music. Um. Oh man, this is very detailed. So this isn't an actual licensed Sonic game, right? No, but there is. All right, I have to close this. This is freaking me out. Wait, what happened? Who's sexy? I didn't. What happened? There were a lot of stats to track. <laughs> like an unusual amount of stats. You need to uh, take a screenshot and put it up. I hear it. Someone else found it. Yeah, I I found it. <laughs> okay, Michael, you play that for a little bit while we talk about Operation Abyss, and then we'll check back in with you. That's. I'll I'll, I'll come back to it and give you. I'll give, I, you, I'll I give the listeners a... the details next week. I found Sonic Inflation Adventure. Something tells me that's not what you guys found. <laughs> no, but that seems like a game that's real too. Oh, I didn't even talk about the 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 most uh, the best part of this new Sonic announcement, which is the release of Sonic Central, which is a hot. What is Sonic Central? Sonic Central is a hot new uh, smartphone app for Android and iOS. To read their description. It is your one-stop shop for all things Sonic-related. It will contain exclusive art, wallpapers, character information, clips from the animated series, concept art, and information on the latest games. It also includes, and this is my favorite, it also includes Sonic Picks, which will let you and your friends take photos and insert Sonic characters into them. Oh, you don't want to do that. Pictures of what? <laughs> you don't want to allow people to do that. Well, that's what you can do, right? Is you can take a picture of your donger and then... Whoa, 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 whoa. Drag a clip of Sonic in there. People wouldn't hey, do hey, that. Hey, I listen, meant, like, can I remember? take a picture of my dog and put him next to Sonic? Yeah, I remember at Christmas, I, I you know, um, Project Diva had a very similar function. And since I was completely alone that Christmas, I took a picture of me and Hatsune Miku by the Christmas tree. It was very sweet and lovely. And I'm going to use that as the Christmas card next year. <laughs> I mean, I don't see a problem with that. But what I, <laughs> but what I do see a problem with is it putting a, a picture of Sonic next to anything. Um, anything. So I woke up in a hotel room and I've been transformed into Sonic. Oh. Were you up all night playing Sonic Adventure 2 Battle again? Uh-oh. <laughs> I got a text from Knuckles. Um... Knuckles wants me to go downtown. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> not yet. I just am not sure which game you're playing. Is Knuckles uh, a woman I'm, I'm or playing, a man? I'm playing Sonic Inflation Adventure. He's a handsome, handsome man. Uh, so Knuckles is taking me to the club. Let's get our drink on. You keep an eye on your beverage at all times, Jake. <laughs> and now Knuckles is wearing a party hat. I, no, he's, he's literally wearing a hat that says party on it. And Shakira's playing on the radio. What the fuck? Alright. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. I, I get to go with, uh... I get to talk to Amy Rose or Rogue the Bat? Um, they're both bad choices. <laughs> Rogue is spelled Roge, by the way. Can't it, even spell her name right. Of course right. it is. Isn't it, isn't it usually? I don't... So is it Roge the Bat? I thought it was always Rogue. I think it's... I think it is Rouge... Oh, is it Roach the Bat? Um, yeah, I think it, I think it is. Oh, uh, so they got it right. Uh, I'm going to go with Roach. Her Japanese name is Ruju Zabato. No, now it's, well, then, now it's still spelled wrong anyway. 
because it's R R O G U E in the text. Ruju, Doug, that's a that's a Hebrew name, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It means divine protector. Oh, <laughs> just like I thought. Divine protector, the bat. Divine protector, right. the bat. I'm really not sure if I'm flirting with her or not. Uh, you see. you shouldn't anyway. Oh, she said she wants to suck my penis, no, and she... now she's jacking me off. That was fast. Oh, no way! And I have the options of hand job, piss, or blow job. Oh, piss, piss. Go ahead and pee on her. <laughs> yep, Your I'm peeing piss. on her. All right. Yep, I'm definitely. That's definitely happening. <laughs> now, how okay. how hung is Sonic? Um, it's got a black sensor bar over it, but I am I am peeing on her. Really. That's a definite it's a very, thing. It's a very big wouldn't want you to bar. wouldn't want you to see you <laughs> peeing on her. Yeah, it's a rated mature too. Did I just hear okay. a toilet flush? <laughs> I think like I it. think I I think I'm done. Okay, let's how about let's finish. Wait, and do you I, mean do you mean oh, finish oh, like oh close the window or? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I no, I put a tube in her mouth, and she said, "Sonic, I love being filled with air and pumped really big." And God, this game is hitting all my fans. A little bit more. <laughs> oh, and oh God! Now Sonic has blood on his hands. Hearing it is worse I, than seeing it. I fucking killed her, didn't I? I can't believe I fucking killed her. Fuck! I should go back to the casino. I need to talk to Knuckles about this. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get back to the podcast. So I guess my question is, do you think that is going to be better than Sonic Boom, <laughs> Fire and Ice? I do, actually. I mean, we got, we will we get more laughs out of it? I don't know. It's a tough call. I certainly enjoyed that. All right. Well, I mean, I mean, in a sense, is, is Sonic Boom. Oh, oh you, you dog. Jay, <laughs> Jay, do you want to talk about a real game? I guess. So we posted a review for Operation Abyss today. I mean, that's practically as bad as Sonic as Sonic Inflation Adventure. I'm having a hard time figuring out what it is. Like, it's like first person, but I have six people in my party. I don't. Yeah, so it's like it's basically like an old uh, dungeon crawler, the old uh, first person dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, um, I don't know, I guess like Fantasy Star. I'm trying to think what else is like that. Um, um, I'm trying the, to think. There, there are so many games like that, and they're they're called unfun, boring games. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fantasy Star is really the only one I could think of that was, like, interesting at all. But for some reason, I cannot think of what the other ones are. Yeah. Uh, what, is the, what is the Fantasy Star where your characters grow old eventually and die? Does anybody have any idea what I'm talking about? I guess not. Um, Michael? Uh, man, as much as I love the original four fantasy stars, when they started getting online, like, it just, I, I couldn't do it. Oh, I like, oh, well, I mean, the first online was, like, really good. Yeah, really? actually, I, it, it's supposed to be, like, an amazing game that's just very, very hard to play. Yeah. I could see it being damn near impossible to play. What did it come out on again? Uh, Fantasy Star Online was on the Dreamcast, and then yeah. I think the GameCube got the GameCube got it. I remember I had I owned it for both. I got it for the Dreamcast, and then I got it for the GameCube, so that I would actually have people to play with. Um, yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty well loved game. Um, oh, wh- I, I was you... looking forward to I was looking forward to uh, Fantasy Star Online two for ages, and it seems like you know it's just not getting a Western release. 
Um, um, there are a lot I wasn't of... as big a fan of Universe, but it was okay. Just for the record, there are a lot of fan translations that will let you play on Japanese servers. Oh, really? Um, I don't know if that removes the charm for you or not, but... Uh, no, I mean, I'm sure if there's, like, English players. It's, it's. I guess, how do I describe Fantasy Star Online? Uh, it's got a real simple combat system. It's like, you push a button, you push three buttons, whatever, you get a combo. Uh, magic can be assigned to a hot button. You get a little, like, uh, uh, a Pokemon pet Tamagotchi thing that you can evolve by feeding it items. And it kind of, like, just follows you around and looks cool. Um... Ton of different weapons, like most RPGs, and you go equip different ones, and it changes up your combos and your attack speed and your DPS, and you know it's basically each time you you went into a dungeon in Fantasy Star Online, you're basically just speedrunning it. You're doing it for experience and all that, but the bosses were really good, and the music was like amazing. This is back at the time when anytime Sega did a game, the game itself was shitty, but the music was awesome. So. I think this happened well into, like, the shittier Sonics and the, the worst Fantasy Stars. Like, the music was always awesome. You um, get to fight a Dark Force? You get to fight a Dark Force, yeah. He's, he's got right. Dark Falls in this one. Ooh. Um, yeah, so you... you old so, school. Yeah, old school. So you fight two versions of Dark Falls. Then they had a couple of expansions where you fought some other kind of bosses. But it was a real, it was really uh, really a lot of fun. A, a, a good... It lasted, I lasted forever on that, on Fantasy Star Online, on the original one. Like I play that, I could I could have played that one forever. Um, yeah, and that's my review of Operation Abyss. I was going to say, Star <laughs> obviously, Operation Abyss has had a bit of a failing <laughs> by uh, being being edged out of its own spot on the podcast by a game that is decades old. I mean, yeah, it's got to be like. Fantasy Star Online, the original. Well, I played it. I played the original in college, and I've been out of college over a decade. No, about a decade. Yeah, I've been out of college it's just a little over a decade. Fifteen so. years. Fantasy Star okay. Online came out fifteen years ago. Yeah, so it's old. So it's <laughs> just—it's been around a bit. Are <laughs> <laughs> there any specific questions about Operation Abyss? Anything people are confused by? Is it—is it a game? It's a game. It, what do you do? <laughs> so you, the goal is to go into dungeons, fight creatures, and get objects and. It gets boring after a while because it is first-person perspective and the attack animations aren't very inspired. So the best part of this game is kind of uh, the character creation. And you get classic mode and you get basic mode. Um, And really it just has to do... It's just kind of like a a, um, graphical thing. It's just kind of this shiny polish. So in classical mode, it says you get a lot more options to customize your characters. Uh, And that's true. But no matter what you do with your characters, they're going to look like ass, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to look like the worst kind of uh, anime drawing from the 90s, maybe. And then you get basic mode where you just get to pick from a ton of very badass-looking pre-made avatars. Um, so you do that, you pick their look, and then you get to roll on their stats, and you uh, can kind of re-roll until you get a good stat output. Uh, you get to decide, you know, I, get, I think it's something like, what was it, six stats? So basically all the regular shit, shrink, intelligence, luck, all that BS. And then the coolest part um, is the blood code. Mm-hmm. So after you're done making your characters, you get the blood code, and the blood code is one of two versions of a some kind of historical figure, right? So it's like Genghis Khan 
uh, Leonardo da Vinci, Florence Nightingale. Um, and the blood code is really, that's how you're going to assign abilities and that's how you're going to assign stats. So it's really kind of like having a persona in the Persona series or, um, I don't know, like the job class system maybe in Final Fantasy. It's a lot like that that's going to determine how that character plays for the rest of the game. And that's really the coolest thing Operation Abyss has going for it, and that's about where it ends. Because once you actually create, create the character and assign the blood code, like, combat's just boring as shit. Like, it really is. Exploration's boring. It's also generic. Like, everything feels like it's been done before in just every anime and Japanese RPG you've ever played. Like, uh, God. Um... And the translation job is just awful. I would I would comment that I put the um, screenshots in your review because we don't have a way to capture screens on the Vita very well. And I can't help but notice that they all look identical. <laughs> like there's there's 40 of them. <laughs> and they all just look very much like the same thing. Like, do you do you go to like towns? What do you or are you just in a dungeon like the entire time? Uh, there's, there's a, you're in a city. Uh, but, you know, the city's got so little going on, it's just kind of not important. There's a there's a couple of different rooms that you can kind of explore, and if you hang around long enough, you can see NPCs chatting. But it's all really just one static screen. And that's the other thing that's so painful about this. So all of the navigation is done entirely through menus. So if you want to go to a different room, if you want to go to a dungeon, if you want to go to a different part of town, it's all done through menus. Pressing back on this menu, pressing forward on this menu, just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, going to different menus. So there's no actual walking around or anything. You're just uh, clicking on menus until you get to the place that you want to go. Uh, it couldn't be more more boring. Like it's like I feel like it's the exact opposite of Axiom Verge, right? Like both games, both Operation Abyss and Axiom Verge are very old school, but Axiom Verge feels like it's old school because it really wants to kind of honor. Uh, the old Metroidvanias, and because it wants to recall that feeling of nostalgia, and Operation Abyss feels old school because they just wanted to make a quick buck. And oh. it, this was the easiest thing for them to program. Now, had you uh, had you had any experience with the other games in the series, the, like the Demon? What it's not the series, but like uh, I can't. Yeah, they all make kind of the same game. I I haven't had experience in the other ones, but after this one. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have experience. Probably not looking forward to it too much. Not particularly. From the sound of it, this one's actually probably the best of the bunch, too. <laughs> so take that for what it is. I, I guess if you're really if you really into, like, numbers and... Uh, uh, no, I, I can't give it any anything. It's yes. boring. Well, all right. That's disappointing. <laughs> I guess you can Hey, say. some to- of the... Totally off topic. Avatars- some of the avatars in uh, in basic mode are pretty cool looking. Yeah, I find it really funny how your first character basically looks like, you know. Did I just hear a toilet flush again? Sounds like drinking water. Oh, I was I'll check ma- on that. I was just making sure you didn't pee on Amy again or something. <laughs> no, do I have that open still? Let's make sure <laughs> it's closed. Are your pants on? My pants are. Well, they were until I found that Sonic game. Right, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Now they're across the room. He couldn't even keep them near him. So what were you saying about my first character, Jared? I don't remember. Oh, he looks like he just looks like like a normal dude. Like <laughs> the one character's in like this action pose and has this skimpy outfit, 
And then your other character looks like an LDS missionary. Like, <laughs> I'm ready right, for the then, quest. And then, one, and then the one that looks like the missionary is the one that took me a longer time to make. Right. So I, I do get that. Like, it's fun to customize, but it's also fun to look cool. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's better to look cool. It's weird that the game is making you choose between the two. <laughs> Did you have something to add, Michael? Or oh, I was gonna say it's totally off topic, but I'm I'm looking at Fantasy Star Online stuff, and Dark Falls looks really cool. That game looks super exciting. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was like a really really fun game. Everything was super pretty at the time. I'm sorry, uh, Operation was Abyss wasn't any fun. <laughs> <laughs> I double checked, and the Fantasy Star Online two patch does still exist. So oh, nice. I might have to check that out. You could play it as of this exact moment. Nice. Um, I think it's free too. I don't think it costs anything now. Okay. Oh, well, there we go. So basically, what are you doing here? Get the fuck out of here. Go play Fantasy Star Online too. <laughs> um. See, I can understand why Sega wouldn't want to release Fantasy Star Online two in the West, uh, because that's a video game people would actually want. Mm, yeah. And that one's and that one's like good. Unlike these companies, Boom. don't release games that people want to play anymore. <laughs> Well, I mean, God, you know, they released something that everyone wanted to play, which was Sonic Boom, and it was the worst-selling Sonic game in their history. So why would you ever do anything nice for anyone ever again? The only, Westerners don't deserve it. The only reasonable course of action is to punish everyone with another Sonic Boom. <laughs> Perhaps a worse one. They should have called it a Sonic of Ice and Fire. It's just like Uva Bull. <laughs> A Sonic of Ice and Fire? Yes. <laughs> That's actually pretty great. <laughs> oh, they didn't Did even... write that Sonic spec script with that? They... <laughs> oh, no. You want, me to... you want me to write a Sonic spec script with Sonic of Ice and Fire? Well, now I'm going to have to take down the Patreon. I can't... <laughs> I can't face a world where the potential oh for that to exist is even around. Who's, uh, who's related in the Sonic universe? Is anyone directly related? Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog Game of Thrones. I'm just <laughs> checking to see if this has already been done. It probably has. Sure no, I think we're safe. Uh, well, for now. I think we're safe for right now, now. Now now that we mentioned it on the podcast, it's going to be a thing by like next week. But now the seed is out there. so Someone's going to have written a 2400-page novel. <laughs> there is a Star Trek, The Next Generation, and Sonic m- mashup. Wait, I, I know that the odds are really small, but I just want to speak to you, listener. If you have written this story that I'm describing, um, I want you, I just implore you, before you release it upon the world, as your mouse hovers over the, uh, the fanfiction.net submission button, I would just ask you one more time to just stop, turn off the computer, take the hard drive out, and throw it in a river. Whatever the nearest river is. Uh, if it's, if, well, the nearest river might be in SeaWorld at San Antonio. For the good of humanity, throw it into the orca tank in San Antonio SeaWorld. <laughs> Shemu will take care of it. Take it on the Poseidon's Quest ride and lose it over the side. Or whatever ride, whatever the equivalent ride in SeaWorld San... Do they have rides? Does SeaWorld have rides anymore? Why not? Did they ever have rides? What do you mean anymore? Yeah, they, they've got one in, in San Diego. It was called like Journey to Atlantis or, or something like that. Um, now it's probably renamed Journey Through Shar- uh, Orca Abuse. 
<laughs> See, yeah, Journey to Atlantis, water water roller coaster. It is still around. Okay. God, it actually looks kind of dope. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, I was, as, I was asking for this outdated slang white people use earlier, and and Jared gave me one. Yeah, this looks super. This looks mega dope. <laughs> And so fresh. Does it look? Does it look? <laughs> that was my next question. Does it look funky fresh as well? I would describe it as funky fresh. Yes. Does it look fly? Uh, no. What about what about wicked? Chill. It looks pretty chill. Ooh. Um. I think chill is acceptable for white people. Chill's still in. Like for the, white people. Oh, okay. <laughs> it looks like the bee's knees. No, I, I think chill. I think chill is kind of an in for everyone. It's I'm the like, cat's I'm pajamas, chilling. I tell you. Is it all that and a bag of chips? Well, it is all that and a bag of chips. I would <laughs> ride it twice. Okay, let's move on. Should we talk about Not a Hero real fast? Uh, let's talk about Not a Hero. So, this game looks super cool. It is a... Um, I was reading an article about it today, and the developer was talking about how they were inspired by Blackthorn. Did anybody play Blackthorn? Because I feel like I might be the only person. I have no idea what that is. Like, what now? Your silence means yes. Um, so Blackthorn is a game by Blizzard Entertainment. You guys have heard of Blizzard, right? No. Um, Play what now? They made a game. They made a couple other games. They made like Warcrafts and uh, and uh, I think they made League of Legend or something like that. Um so Blackthorn is for the Super Nintendo, or if you were a rich kid, it was for the 32X. And um, it's basically, the only way that I can really describe it effectively is it's like Prince of Persia, but with guns. And the developer from Roll7, who made uh, Not a Hero, really cited it as an influence. They brought it up like four or five times in the interview. And I can kind of see the connection a little bit. Um, not so, a hero. I loaded up a screenshot of Blackthorn, and all I see is a guy in glasses and a mullet uh, shooting some kind of giant armored blind panther with a shotgun. That's the game. And it looks awesome as fuck. Yeah, Blackthorn's a pretty great game. Um, and, and surprisingly violent. Oh, for Super yeah, Nintendo. I do remember this. Um, it's... It's a lot slower than Not a Hero, but I understand why he would make the comparison. I can see where he would get it from. Um, also, this was from a time when Blizzard would make, like, you know, a game that wasn't Warcraft related or craft anything related. So it should be kind of. Are you are you that. knocking Heroes of the Storm, Jared? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to play it, so I can't which, knock it. Which came which came out last week, and I think it was clipped by both uh, um, Hatred and. Splatoon. Yep, I have nothing to say about Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> Sorry. But I will talk about this game that came out last May. <laughs> so, not a hero. Did, I'm, I think I'm still the only one Spider here who play. has... Uh, I believe I'm the only one here who's played Ollie Ollie. Um, but it is uh, by the same developers who make skateboarding game Ollie Ollie. And it shares a little bit of a feel with it. But basically... Where in Ali Ali you're you're using this really simple kind of uh, move set to land sweet tricks and build combos. In Not a Hero, you are trying to murder everyone in a building. Um, the game's story takes place around this like fake politician called Bunny Lord, and they do this really weird thing that I actually 
I, I thought it was weird. It seemed off. And so I looked it up and it, I was right. Um, his text in the game when he speaks is randomly generated, like a Mad Lib sort of. Okay. So, because I noticed he was saying things that, like, they made just enough sense. <laughs> but I couldn't help but wonder. I was like, did someone write this? Like, <laughs> uh, so there's kind of a weird thing about the game. And they don't mention it, they don't like tout it as a feature or anything like that. It's just how it is. Um, so your objectives and stuff always stay the same. Bunny Lord is basically the person who sends you on your missions. Um, as another weird aside, every time he speaks, uh, his voice is... Everyone talks like Banjo-Kazooie, kind of, you know, where they have like the... But they're not saying words. Um, uh, you just cursed my mother out. I don't appreciate that one bit. And Bunny Lord, uh, Bunny Lord's voice is someone rubbing a balloon. You know how you can rub a balloon and make it squeak? Right. Um, and it is insufferable to listen to. <laughs> It is just so miserable. And then his dialogue is random. I have no idea what the fuck is going on anytime. Um, but he basically, he is a politician who's stepping in and taking a, a big old bite out of crime uh, by by killing anybody who has ever done a crime ever, pretty much. It's not really quite like that, but okay. he sends you on missions to take out these, these high-scale uh, mobsters. And then uh, each mission has, I think, three objectives for you. And so they'll be really basic stuff. It'll be like kill everybody in the mission or complete the objective and escape within a minute or don't get shot more than three times or kill a certain amount of enemies a certain way. And if you as you complete those missions, Bunny Lord will gain a higher approval rating and you'll unlock more characters. I think there's like... I don't I don't have a count off the top of my head. It feels like there's maybe like eight total, something like that. There's quite a few. Um, and they all control really, really different. So like your first character is a real all-rounder. Um, your second, and he just has like a pistol that he shoots. Uh, the whole thing's on a 2D plane, and you, you go into these buildings and basically just lay waste to people. Um, the second character you get is named Cletus, and he's a hillbilly who has a shotgun. So your first character has just a set of pistols. Cletus has a shotgun. So obviously there's a difference in firing. You know, you can't shoot as rapid fire. And when you reload, you have to reload individual shells. So it takes longer. Um, but Cletus has a lot of other little benefits. Like if somebody is behind a door, Cletus can actually shoot the door and it'll flip open and, and kill the person standing behind it. Um and so everybody just has their own little hooks like that. There's one character whose who's big perk is that she can uh, reload while she's running. Everybody else has to be in a stopped position to reload. Um, but if you, and, uh, if you shoot while you're running, she can do that too. If you shoot while running, um, her aim will be like off. She'll, she'll shoot a little high and a little low sometimes. So it's uh, you know kind of a trade-off there. But anyway, everybody has their own unique style and their own unique feel to it. And so your goal is just to go through these missions and get as many of these optical uh, optional objectives as you can. Um, and the more of them you get, the more characters you unlock and the more crime you stop. Um, the game itself isn't super long, but completing, it's kind of like Ali Ali, where finishing the core game will, won't take you more than just a few hours, but finishing every side mission and getting the max approval rating is actually relatively time consuming, um, to the point where I almost wonder if it's to the game's detriment. Like, I don't, I'm not really feeling the grind so much. 
So I think once I finish the game, I'm probably just going to be done. Yeah, um, that makes sense. But it is, a, it is a lot of fun. It's very, very fast-paced. Uh, it's very violent. Um, everyone has, like, the cockneyest of cockney accents. And so you'll, you'll mow down a room and they're like, Oi, I'm dying! This sucks. And, you know, basically, it's like killing a building. That's a, that's, a, that's a good Cockney accent. It was the best I could do. Uh, someone else, anybody, who can Hello, do... Hello, governor. Hello, governor. I've been shot by this gun. Oh, no. Would you like a ham? <laughs> I'm bleeding, and I haven't even swept this chimney yet. I say, I say, I've been shot, son. No, that's the wrong... No, I'm, wa- I'm walking here. See, you're you're giving all the stereotypical Cockney accents. I'm doing a real Cockney accent. <laughs> Put Mike, a shrimp Michael. on the babby. Good day. Why you shoot a, me? Yeah. Okay, we're doing good. How Bunch many? Are there any more that you guys would like to do while we're? Well, thank you for supplying the professionalism I requested of this podcast. I'm glad that we could help. Oh Lord. <laughs> that's, that's not even. No, nope, I crossed a line. That's not okay. <laughs> I just wanted <laughs> me. Oh God! I bet that's not making it into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Will it? <laughs> if it doesn't, may I have a copy for myself. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to be. I'm gonna have to be really choosy about what stays there and what doesn't. This is weird. Um. Anyway, whew, so uh, world travelers. Anyway, the game is a lot like uh, Ollie Ollie. Like I said, I, I know that it doesn't seem like they could have anything to do with each other, but they both just have like this flow and a control scheme that is different enough that it takes a little getting used to. Um, but once you have it, like you really have it locked down. Um, so as you go into the building, if you press a, your character will run forward until he finds some cover and then he will get behind it and you can just pop out of cover by just pressing X to shoot your gun. And then I think B reloads. This is on an Xbox controller. You do have to reload. Um, that trips me up a lot because in games like this, a lot of times you have, you know, a very unlimited or nearly unlimited amount of ammo. And Not a Hero is kind of the opposite, where you you have all the ammo that you want. You're not going to run out for your gun or anything, at least not to my knowledge. Um, But you do have to keep an eye on it and know when you're out of bullets. And there have been a lot of times when I was very first getting started where I would be shooting at somebody and I'm just clicking an empty gun because I'm just not used to my character not auto-reloading. And so it's stuff like that that trips you up. And it's not an error. It's definitely a design choice. And it's where most of the challenge in the game comes in. Um, but I mean, it's, it's pretty great. I've, I've had a lot of fun with it. I would say that I think it's priced at 15 right now. I was going to ask, do you think that's, uh, um, not quite. If you, if you really dig it, like if, you, oh, actually it's 1299. You know what? I'd say do it. I'd say, I'd say do it for 1299. I think that's worth it. Um, it's not particularly funny. I don't think that the random dialogue works the way that they wanted it to, uh, as far as humor goes. I, th- I think I I wanted I was going to give it a five out of five, and then I got so tired of the grind that I think I'm down to a four out of five. I don't anticipate that I'm going to go any lower than that. I'm still pretty happy with the game. So, 
but it just it's it gets a little old if you want to be a completionist i think this game is going to frustrate you um a lot of times the goals don't really coincide with each other and so you're guaranteed to play the level twice or at least pretty close to guaranteed um but either way it's it's a lot of fun it's really cool you should definitely play it if you're if you're into this sort of thing so that is my statement on not a hero I actually, I would add one more detail, which is, I think it's coming out for the Vita. I don't know that for sure. If it does, this would be an excellent Vita game. Oh, that's good to know. It would be very nice uh, to be portable. I would I would appreciate that because it plays so fast. Um, most of the levels are like five minutes at the worst. Most, some, most of them can be completed in just two or three minutes. And in fact, that's a goal a lot of the times is to, is to beat a certain speed. So, yeah, anyway, I like it. Uh, we're a little late to the game. I'll publish a review for it a little later this week, probably. Um, but it's uh, it's pretty good. So, recommended. Um, I think that's just about it, right? Anything else come to mind? No. Mm-hmm. Very good, then. Well, let me, let me ask this. Yes. If I had to choose one Sonic character to play the role of Ross the prostitute from Game of Thrones, which one should it be? <laughs> um, I mean, let's see. It has to be a character who's unimportant. <laughs> so, Amy. Uh, no, Amy's Amy's a pretty forefront. Like, it needs to be like... Uh, Sonic Adventure, maybe Sonic Adventure 2, had an entire cast of characters that just disappeared from the series. <laughs> And never came back. Is like, Doctor Robotnik even like a part of the game anymore? Are, are there? Oh yeah, he's he's in all of it. He's just Eggman oh. now. Um, I I got it. How about um, what was that other princess? The Aztec. She's like, her name was like Chicken Tika or something. Yeah, I mean that's basically who I'm trying to get at. I actually think the bat, <laughs> the bat is a pretty good choice. How okay. about Cream the Rabbit. Uh, as Ross the prostitute. I would prefer that we not have any of that. <laughs> you got to have Cream yeah, be the prostitute. No, well, Cream, Cream's got to be like Marcella Baratheon. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tikal, the echidna. I would like it to be Tikal. Okay, Tikal, Tikal's Ross. Uh, uh, Cream is Marcella. This is some pretty good casting so far. Ooh, Big the Cat can be Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> and Tails can be uh, can be Bran. Nice. That's weird. This whole thing's weird. <laughs> I, think I think it's golden. Who, who will wave the swallow? Tails, not, not only will Tails be Brian, he won't have broken legs, but he'll have broken tails. I do want to mention Winged. that uh, I've put together a uh, another Sonic or sitcom, which we'll be playing the next time <laughs> we have a regular podcast. But I should also mention it could be a little while before we have a regular podcast again. Um, because next week is E3, which is going to trip it up. I'm, I'm going to, Oh, is E3 here already? E3 is next week. Yeah. Who cares Uh, about that? I'm headed to Los Angeles on Sunday. So, uh, I'm going to try and do a podcast. I don't really know. I don't know what my accommodations are going to be. Well, I think, I think next time it's just going to be you talking to yourself. Well, yeah. Well, but maybe if I have good enough internet, maybe we can do like just a regular old podcast. Um, okay. I'm not sure. I'm trying to plan around that. If you see, if you see the tank girl, say Jamal said hi. Okay, I'll be... I, I'm, I'm 100 percent certain they'll remember me. I'll let them know that you <laughs> that you give them your best. 
Um, so anyway, just something to keep in mind. And then actually the week after, I'm in Georgia. So I'm not sure whether or not I'll be in Georgia, able to... Georgia's going to be eating them Georgia peaches. Eating them Georgia peaches. Georgia so. actually doesn't have internet, so we won't be able to do the podcast. <laughs> so worst case scenario... Yeah, if, 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 it'll just be if, surrounded by people speaking Cockney accents all day. <laughs> Um, we're going to try something else, uh, too, which is, uh, if you're on Periscope, you can follow us at The Enemy Slime, and I'm going to try and do some broadcasts from E3. Uh, I don't know how good the reception's going to be there. It's usually pretty spotty because it's so crowded, but if I can, we'll do some live broadcasts so you guys can actually, like, see in the E3 show floor and that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, follow us on Periscope, The Enemy Slime, check it out. It should be pretty cool. Maybe. Hooray. And hey, I got my I got my first PlayStation 4 Platinum today. Give me oh, some props. That's right, you did. I did. For Damn straight. For infamous second son. For infamous second son. And not only that, Delson scolded at me. He, for playing too much? Yeah. That's you, what he said he told me he told me there's basically nothing else for you to do, kid. You're a nerd. Did he call you a I, nerd? He didn't call me a nerd. He didn't he, but uh Did he tell you that he's gonna help you did he tell you that maybe he'd help you learn to talk to girls? Uh, he told me he would, no, because he knows I have Sonny Miku. He wouldn't want to ruin that. <laughs> Did he raise his Paps Blue Ribbon to you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. He says, you know what, buddy? You and I have been through a, bu- a lot, but I got to tell you, officially we're done. Yep. Those are his words to me. Like, I, for a second, I thought he was talking to uh, to exactly that kid, Eugene. Uh, but he was talking to me. He's like, hey, you, okay, stop playing the video game. That shit's That's cold, it. man. That shit is cold-blooded. Betrayed me, Delson. All right, guys. Well, if you Thankfully, enjoyed, I have Piku. If you enjoyed the podcast that we produced this week, I would encourage you to go follow us on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes. We're at The Enemy Slime on all those services. Stay tuned next week. We'll definitely have some E3 coverage. I don't know what the extent is. I have a few appointments to see games there. Um, but a lot of it, I will probably just be at the mercy of what the lines look like. So maybe I will be able to tell you what Fallout 4 feels like in your hands. Probably not. Bethesda doesn't usually let anybody wait in line to play their games. They just do appointments only. So I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, uh, follow us on all those services. Check us out. Be sure to come back uh, next week and see if there's a podcast. Maybe there will be. Maybe there won't be. I don't know. It should be good. So... If you give us some money on Patreon, there's a better chance there will be a podcast. There you go. I don't even know if that's true, really, but may as well. Uh, I'll get something up if necessary. Patreon.com slash Enemy Slime, so give it a try. All right, I think with that, we are out. We love you a long time. <laughs> All right, that can stay. <laughs> <laughs>